Welcome to Worst. Welcome to Worst oh Ever Podcast. Look, I'm, he, what? You always get to say that. Fine. I, I Okay, you do it. I already did it. Welcome to Worst, Worst Ever Podcast. That was terrible. You stumbled. Okay. Do it again. Welcome to Worst Ever the podcast. I am your host. I am your host, Allah Khaled, and alongside of me is my minion, Christine Lakin. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome. Today on the podcast... Today we... on the podcast, guys, we have a special guest. You might know her from Young and the Restless. Say she's, it. She's a soap diva. Her name is Miss Kelly Sullivan. That's right. And we're going to talk daytime Emmys. We're going to talk daytime. This Kelly is wor- Sullivan. All right. This is worst ever. The worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. How bad can I be? <laughs> we feel the pain is best or funny. <laughs> Kelly. Kelly Sullivan, ladies Welcome and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, Thanks so much for being yeah. here. I'm so excited. Uh, full disclosure for our listeners, Allah and I are both nursing hangovers. Yes. Happy Saturday. Oh, man. I scotched it up last night. <sighs> I was here at home and um, did not, I don't feel like I drank that much. I did. <laughs> well, I but fell I asleep get... watching Veep. Oh, so that's nice. Yeah. That sounds like a much more tame evening. Yeah. I was on a vodka soda train last night. I went to the RuPaul's Drag Race season finale taping. Okay, you don't have to brag about that. Uh, well, I wouldn't brag. It was a What'd you wonderful wear? show, but um, <laughs> really long. So I had about five scotches, and it got to the point where the bartender, I looked at the bartender, and I was like, listen to me. Oh, no. You need to fill that shit up to the rim. She's like, okay. She whispers, okay. And she turns her back from her boss, and literally McAllen's is pouring. Ooh, McAllen's. This big. Oh, my God. That's like a fancy thing. That's fancy. I had like four of them. Was it a cash bar? They had a a square register. Oh. So I don't need, I'm scared to look at my emails. Oh, yeah. Those are scary. Those are scary. It doesn't exist. Money's not, doesn't exist. I'm scared to look at my emails. Anyway, so I look a lot better hungover than Christine obviously does. Yeah, no, I'm not. But I have, I think there's a rule with hangovers. I think you feel worse 12 hours after your drunkest point. Have you ever heard that? Oh. So like if you were at your drunkest point, say at like 10 p.m., 10 a.m. will be your worst. That's about right. And that was about right because we, I, of course, still woke up at 730 because I have a child. (laughs) So that was real fun this morning. And and I think about 930, we were driving to go meet with our designer. And I was I looked at my husband. I was like, I feel like I might throw up. Oh, no. What's the the hangover cure? um, Uh, I I heard you're supposed to do a glass of water and like aspirin or something like the night before. before. Uh, But I get panic attacks once I'm on the road if I'm hungover. That's weird. Yeah. So I started getting Pedialyte. And? Well, I've I've gone on a brisk walk. I had a lie down when she was napping and um, I'm drinking a lot of soda water. Or I'll have a Bloody Mary. Yeah, <laughs> hair of the just dog. get back on yeah. the train. Although Patrick you. Duffy once told me the best hangover cure, which this sounds disgusting, but he's Irish and knows these things. He once told me the best hangover cure is if you know you're drunk, right before you go to sleep, you pop open a beer next to your bed and you let it sit there and get warm and flat. Ew. And then when you wake up, you chug that. 
gross. Oh, I can't wow. think of anything worse. Oh my god! But I bet he's had a lot of hangovers in his life. I think so. <laughs> so he probably knows. That's oh the weirdest thing. I've ever heard. I say that with great love and affection. I want you to try that next time. Tell <laughs> us, report back. Okay. Ew. All right. Enough about our alcoholism. I know that annoys. <laughs> How are you, Kelly? I'm. I. You know what? I'm good. I'm in um, construction hell. Wow. Um, you just bought a new house. We bought it. Yeah. Which my, is awesome. My boyfriend and I bought a house, and uh, it was. It was built in 1949, so it's, uh, you know, it needs a lot of work and love and renovating, and it's just, you know, money, money, money. So yeah. we decided to start our first project was the, uh, we wanted to do like an outdoor office behind our garage, and we um, decided just to build like a little 10 by 12 you know, mm-hmm. office, studio space, and it has just turned into a nightmare. Because you think you can do all these DIY stuff. Well, because there's so many shows now. Yeah. You know, you're watching YouTube. Are Upper, you're Are watching YouTube. Are you actually YouTube. doing it yourselves? You're like, I can lay a foundation. Well, I saw that person do it on a half-hour show. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, basically, the, the short of the long or the long of the short is my uncle... Um, who is 70 years old, my uncle Daryl, he uh, used to be a framer. He's retired now, but he, uh, my dad was talking to him about, you know, what we wanted to do. And I was just going to get a pre-made, prefab, like tough shed thing and just have oh, yeah. it come and build it. No big deal. And maybe steal Lakin's husband to help sure. us. Uh, because Lakin's husband has built this awesome A-frame, uh, cool, like building in their yeah, backyard. Like it's a, badass. A teepee sort it's of. It's really cool. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. We have like a, did you, you never saw it, Stephen? No, I haven't seen it. Our, yeah, you never saw our old house. Yeah, it's like it bohemian chic. What would you say your style is? Would um, you say? Not great. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> you are the, the rudest. She loves the Aztec, which drives me <laughs> fucking crazy. Okay, well. I, I hate Aztec. Aztec was in for a while, and I wouldn't say that's my style. We have well, one Aztec I wouldn't Aztec say you have rug. a style. I'm going to take a photo of this room. <laughs> Don't, this is a playroom. Yeah. Okay, this is great. This has no style. This is just, I don't know. What's your style, well, more importantly, Kelly? Well, so we've decided that it was going to be like a mid-century modern. Okay. Okay, Which I like to that. me just kind of looks like Mad Men. That's, this is not me talking here. This is my boyfriend. It's very Palm Springs. It's very Palm Springs. It's very like little valley houses that are around yes. here. So Break out your kitten heels and your cigarettes. Exactly. And your puffy like, you know, chairs and yes. odd looking things. Love and that. very sleek Mm-hmm. Sleek, simple lines. So oh, anyway, makes me want a scotch. It is so true. <laughs> and uh, my uncle up. came out with one nail gun and one saw, and <laughs> oh. we and and he has a trigger finger. Apparently, do you know what this is? Like, like in real, like like a, in real life, from oh. just years and years of of carpentry, his like index finger on his hand that he used the right hand um, doesn't really bend. Okay, and sometimes it gets locked up, and then sometimes oh. it's like super painful. So oh, no. we just kind of stood around and watched him do things, <laughs> and um, it was it was six days of him just putting the frame up, and then he bounced and went back to Arizona with with my aunt Christy, and so now we have this like frame in the yard. That just stares at us with this gaping hole of where the doorways will be, you know, the when the doors will be, and so every day I kind of walk out there and I just look at it and I get really, I have like an anxiety attack of all the things that need to be done, like you know, siding and sheetrock and flooring and all oh these new words that I've learned in, over I the past couple of weeks. Do you know Nicole Tom? Because I know she's got a really good contract. No, there. no. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> you know told that story. That's, oh no, that's no. I mean, good contractors bad. are hard to find. I'll tell you. Yeah, no, I know. Because they'll come in your house and be like, "Oh, you want that wall moved? Twenty grand." No, right. It sounds like you bought a lemon. 
Uh, no, actually, the house, I, I, mean, I did have a contractor come in and he was like, had this really thick accent. He was like, no, you want to do too many things. Uh, you bought a lemon. <laughs> and I was like, how dare you? And I went in my room and I slammed the door and I laid on the bed and cried. And my boyfriend came in and was like, you're ridiculous and embarrassing yourself. Get up. And I was like, we bought a lemon. He's like, we didn't buy a lemon. Shut up. He doesn't know what he's talking about. So, and, and currently, Eric is just trying to put up siding it, no currently i le just left eric he's putting up insulation and you can't touch it you can't wear like you have right. to wear like long sleeves right. and yeah. a face mask and goggles and yeah. he i went outside just to tell him i was coming over here and i walked out and i was like <laughs> oh, i was like eric and he's like he's like in his gas mask i said i'm going to lakin's he's like and i was like bah. And then I just left. Is this on God. now? Is this structure that you're building on a foundation, or you just laid it on top of the grass? <laughs> well, we kind of just laid it on top of some cinder blocks. Oh, we didn't cement it to the God. ground. Okay, that was a little beyond our scope of expertise. Right. right. So I guess if we have like a really big tornado or a big earthquake, it's it, going. Down. It might just it might just blow over <laughs> exactly. That, which you know that's, exactly that would be fine. So uh, yeah. Well, so I there's a lot going on. The, please. You should be Instagramming the progress of this. I've seen a few stories. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. God. I Uncle Daryl. I don't want to talk about that. Please <laughs> okay. nobody look at our Instagram. All right. I'm embarrassed. So you say Colin. your boyfriend. So you bought a house together, but you're not engaged. What's the story? Well, she does know, wear a ring. Hold yeah. on. That's him asking her. Okay. So we've been together for like seven, almost eight years. And maybe about like four years ago, uh, or more oh, about four years ago we uh we just i was uh, i had actually it's a funny story i uh had just found out i was getting fired from general hospital <laughs> and i was feeling really good about myself at the moment and i was just sitting on my couch and i was just kind of like just upset about it because you know i'd been on the show for a couple years and my uh, essentially my contract was up and they just weren't renewing it mm -hmm. but the way that i found out i was being killed off uh, i had found out through someone else like they didn't really they weren't really cool with communicating with me so i kind of found out through someone else that i and i just kind of felt like totally betrayed right that you know they didn't tell me so Ooh, anyway was i was a good like daytime face if you yeah. could have seen yeah. that yeah well and so um a lot of shade yeah and i also played two characters i had split personality so disorder did one die or both no they both died okay. both died in the one and it was like um gunshot in the stomach body bag out like sure. not disappearing or falling off the side of a cliff or maybe dr maybe possibly drowning like could she come back it was like the bitch is dead oh she did oh she did mm -hmm. and so i was just sitting on the couch and really like bummed out and feeling sorry for myself and Eric was kind of like uh, kind of acting really strangely and it was probably like 930 at night and he was kind of walking in and out of the house. At one point he disappeared in the garage for like a half an hour and he comes in and he's like, I'm hungry. Are you? And I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. And he's like, all right, well, order Thai food. And the Thai food came and then he didn't touch it and didn't eat it. And I was like, well, can I eat it? Because I just want to eat my feelings. And so I started eating his Thai and he was just acting really strange. And then 20 minutes later, he comes into the living room and he's like, uh, let's, let's go on a drive. Uh, uh, I, let's just get in the car and drive. And I was like, no, I was in my, you know, pajamas. I said, what are you talking about? Get out of here. Go away. And he wouldn't drop it. He was like, get in the car. I just want to make you feel better. Let's get in the car and drive. And I said, no. And this went back and forth for like 20 minutes. And he finally comes over, picks me up, puts me, carries me out in the garage, which is no easy feat because we're pretty much the same height. And pro I probably weigh more than him. And, uh, he puts me in his car and we're driving and I'm just like, 
pissed off and like, I hate you. This is dumb. Where are we going to drive? It's now 10 o'clock. Like, you suck. And I hate my life. I'm a loser. And he's just not saying anything. Driving. Suddenly, we get on the freeway. We start heading down to the beach. And I'm like, he's like, just unroll your window, man. You'll feel better. Just breathe. And like... Just, you know, calm, like, you're enough, you're good, like, you're fine. So we get to the beach, and I was like, well, he's kind of awesome for, like, taking me to this cool, beautiful area when I'm feeling really sad about myself, and we get out of the car, and and I'm like, all right, let's go sit on the beach, you're right, and then he pops a trunk, and there's, like, this body like, bag, tra- there's, a bo- there's a knife, a saw, and a very large black bag. <laughs> And some cinder blocks. Um, and there, he pulls out like this big um, cooler and a blanket. And I was like, what's with the cooler, man? Like, did, is this like, what? I thought this was impromptu. Did you plan this? And he's like, no, oh, yeah, you know, I just thought, you know. And I was like, what is happening? But I was too much in my head up my ass to like really get suspicious about anything. And Are you still in your pajamas? I'm still in my pajamas. And I'd been crying for probably like three hours. So I had like, you know, post boxing match yeah, swollen eyes. eyes. So we get to the beach and we're sitting there and he, and, and I'm just looking at the waves and I was like, you know, babe, you're great. I love you. This, this is, I feel so much better. Like, it's fine. I'll get another job. It's just like, you know, it's all good. And he's just kind of quiet and I look at him and he's just, has this weird look on his face. He's very pale. And then I'm like, are you all right? And he starts talking and he's just saying things. And I wasn't really listening. I don't really remember what he said. And he started talking about, I remember he said family and started talking about how important I am to him. And, you know, like he's there for me and supports me. And I'm like, what? And the words just kept coming. And I was like, what is happening? And then he finally stops and he said something like, you know, I want to make a commitment to you. And, uh, you know, I, I want to marry you someday. And I was like, because we'd never really talked about it. I'd always said, like, we're good. It's, it works. Mm-hmm. We don't have to, like, go there. And and then he just looked at me and I said, what? And he's like, I I, I want to know if, you, like, you'll, if you'd marry me. And I was like, what? And he said, you know, if, if you want to, like, marry me. And oh, I wow. said, when? <laughs> like, I had no like, idea now? what he was doing. I said, like ever or what are you like what are you talking about are you asking me to marry you yeah and i'm looking at him and he's like i'm asking you if you will marry me i'm proposing to you right now and i just looked at him and i said no you're not oh my god you're the worst the worst and he goes yes i am and i said what i was so confused and this went back and forth and then i finally just said Oh my God. And he's like, just what you haven't said anything, just a yes, a no, something. And I said, Oh yeah, babe, of course. And I started to cry again. And, and that was like four years ago. And you know, we'll probably never get married, but. So you're engaged. I mean, that's what I wanted to get out of you. Yeah. That was a long, long way about. Yeah. (laughs) You're engaged. Yes. We're totally engaged. And you haven't talked about planning a wedding whatsoever. Not at all. They've been, so you've been engaged for four years. Probably. You've been together seven. Yeah. A little, almost eight. Yeah. Yeah. And he He's bought her this beautiful yeah. ring, which is not, it's more, it's just a, it's a yeah. very 
pretty ring. Yeah, he, well, at first he didn't have a ring. Right. So but he, he bought that he, last year? Yeah, he bought this like two and a half years ago, and then I ran it over with my car. <laughs> oh, right. And then I didn't have it for like eight months, right. and then I had to get a new one. How do you run it over with your car? It just slips off your finger, and then you yeah, just drive? Yeah, you know, I was driving to meet a girlfriend for lunch. I took my ring off to put lotion on, and I forgot it was in my lap. And when I went out to go to the restaurant, I stood up, and it went out onto the street. And then uh, I didn't realize it was, you know, whereabout. I couldn't figure out where. I just didn't even think about it. And then I finished lunch. I came back in the car, and that's when I ran it over. And then I realized about 20 minutes later that I had run my ring over, and I went and got it, and it was in, like, 10 pieces. And Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. But it was still on the street. It was on, well, the stone, like, this, it's an aquamarine stone. The stone was, like, in one place, and then the actual ring itself, the setting was, that's like. That's amazing that you found the stone, away. though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's, it's an, got character. Yeah, it was an expensive lunch, if you will. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Do you take that ring. as a sign, maybe? That's a that's a really good question. I'm just questioning seriously. That's a really I, good. I mean, question. It might be a sign. Okay, can I tell you something? <laughs> she didn't even know that she was getting proposed to, Let me tell and you then something. the ring, yeah. fucking, this yeah. could be a thing. Yeah, and now he's okay. out there with building a, a building yeah. on grass. Yeah, literally, no. there's just not even a floor. <laughs> <laughs> I go. I mean, it just doesn't sound too promising. I know. Okay, I know. <laughs> My parents have been married for 40 years. Wow. My mother, yes. Congratulations, Congrats. Jim and Karen Lakin. My mother, when they got engaged, my dad gave my mom a beautiful emerald and diamond ring as an engagement uh, engagement ring. When I was about three, we were living in Maryland, and my mom would take her rings off, you know, and put them on the windowsill when she was washing dishes. Mm. So, like oh, she did all the time, yeah. put it on the windowsill. My dad comes in, you know, is sweeping things into the disposal and just trying to clean up and you know washing out cups and just cleaning up like he always did and um basically turns the disposal on and hears this horrible crunch oh no he put my mother's ring down the disposal oh no and felt so bad about it obviously knew what he did right away of course like got the disposal took it all apart the ring was mangled and i've never seen a picture of it i don't know what it looked like wow he ended up having they there was no way it was unsalvageable so my mom had it made into a charm that she wore in her charm bracelet oh that's sweet and then two years or three years later he got her like a big honking diamond because he felt like he he deserved to get her a new she's ring like after that definitely wow. leaving it on the window she's like i definitely she's, upgraded yeah, yeah. but she's yeah much better <laughs> exactly about it. do you guys consider having children I don't think so. I don't know. Type. I mean, you know what? I go back and forth and I'll yeah. talk to Lakin about it. And sometimes I'll say to Lakin, like, I want to do it. I'm ready. And then, you know, I think about it more and I'm like, I don't know. And, you know, my mom always says you're never ready. Because I, I always think well, if I just wait till after the fall when this project's done. Right. And then I'll have time to get yeah. pregnant and get fat and, you know. Well, everyone's always like, well, we can't afford to have a baby right now. We can't. And I'm like, it. If you have the baby, you'll afford it. It just happens. It's just that's how the yeah. universe works. Well, and yeah. babies don't actually really cost that much in oh, the beginning. Oh, God. I mean, they don't. I know you can you can choose to buy a lot of stuff or you can choose to, you know, have your community of, right, of that's your true. village help you. Yeah. And yeah. of women and, and, you know, hand-me-downs and stuff like that. And what I'm saying is like the day-to-day, no, I, yeah. babies yeah. don't cost very much in the beginning. You get into preschool, it's a little bit of a different story. Right, yeah. Well, especially but, around here. Tell me about it. And is he in the business? Yeah. So we met in uh, New York. We were doing this play. 
uh, called Robin in the Seven Hoods. Um, <laughs> based on the movie, the Rat Pack movie with Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis, Dean oh, Martin. Because yeah. he sings like a lot of that. Yeah. He was in like Jersey Boys. Oh, he was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Eric Schneider. Oh. He's like a, he, he do all the high. Yeah, he, he, he did too. the Frankie Valley role in that. Oh, so does he know? Um, yes. Joe Bari. Yeah. My friend. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how funny. Yeah, and so we met there, and then um, we had decided to kind of come out here, and um, he started working right away, actually, and I and I really wasn't, and uh, he'd done like three things in a row, and when we moved out here, we didn't have any friends, like zero. We just wanted to live at the beach, so it was he and I and my two 90-pound dogs living in this like beach bungalow, one-bedroom, small apartment, and... Um, then, you know, like it kind of, it kind of switched where, uh, he, or I started working and I think that's when I got general hospital, which at that point was like a two year commitment. Mm -hmm. And then he was kind of like, you know, I want to figure out some other way to make money. Uh, he didn't want to like bartender wait tables. So he started shooting. Um, and his parents used to be photographers in the seventies oh, cool. in New York. He's a very like, good photographer. Yeah. Oh, good. Maybe I'll use him. Yeah. If you He's have any very good. I do. He does a lot of magazine covers too. He shot I like should a be lot of magazine. He shot Robin <laughs> Thicke I mean, clearly, and Hemsworth. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right people. now, Kelly Sullivan, this face no one forgets. I'm telling you. I'm an advertiser's dream. Oh, give me a I break. Mean, come it's on. true. For Skittles. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. So then you met. So you're working. He's not. He's shooting pictures. Yeah. You're shooting daytime drama. I mean, come on. Yeah. So he, he just, uh, his parents were photographers and he um, started using his dad's old stuff. His dad shot still life, but he still had uh, a lot of the equipment. And, you know, being a photographer is incredibly expensive because you have mm-hmm. to buy so much things just to start you know you have to people will take out like a twenty thousand dollar business loan just to start yeah, photography just the lighting packages alone yeah lenses yeah. and cameras and lighting mm-hmm. equipment and all those photoshop and- photoshop forget about it so he took like a beginning one 101 camera class and then just kind of he's a natural at it so and he's got a really just cool uh outlook on the world he just sees things differently than that's what I like. Yeah. He's got a real sensitivity to to things in the world and So and I wanna stuff. get into your daytime a little bit. You've been on two different yep. soaps. Yeah. General, General Hospital, Hospital and, and the then Restless. Young and the Restless. Mm-hmm. Are you currently on Young and the Restless? No, I left that show about gosh almost two years ago now. It'll be two years in August, I think. No, that's a lie. It's two years like now, actually. Is your character still alive? No, she died as well. She died. Um, I was driving and I was texting and I hit a tree and airbag, all the things went off. But then I died of internal bleeding like right after with the baby on my chest that um, they stole from me. And is that she that she birthed in a park? Yes, she had. She birthed her baby in a park. So you had a baby on television, show? and yes. I also raped myself <laughs> on television in General Hospital. <laughs> wait a minute. So wait, is, is Young and the Restless a show with Eileen Davidson? Yes, okay. from The Real Housewives. Yes. Yes. How is she? Because I love her. Fabulous. I love her on Real Housewives. We love. You know, I've never watched that show, and one of someone who is like a total fan of it said that the first season she was on, she was really nice and kind of like was very mannered and nice. And now that she's kind of become more comfortable, like she's kind of 
not I wouldn't I want to say not as nice because she's no. literally the nicest person you'll ever meet. No, I, I think she like was she's... nice, but I feel like first season she went guns a blazing. Oh, yeah, she no, did. but but she was always like the the most sane one. She's the most sane, but she's very clear about her how she feels at that moment in time. It's a very yes. actress thing. She's living oh. in the moment yes. all yes. the time. So if something's bothering her, she's not holding it back. She's telling you. Yeah. She well, likes to definitely get, shout get it out to all Eileen, out. Shout Eileen, out to I Eileen. I love you. And love I used to, um, when she <clears throat> she wasn't working, I would stay in her dressing room sometimes. And it is literally the cleanest, t- most tidy dressing room ever. She's always cleaning the house on the show. She is yeah, like, she is. I wish. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so then you went to the daytime Emmys <clears throat> this year. Yep. And you were nominated this year. Yeah. But you hadn't been on the show right (laughs) so uh this happened to me on general hospital too when i was on general hospital and i uh left the show i was nominated that year that i left the show so when i went i wasn't on the show anymore That's so weird. So, is your character still? Is it, are they still airing episodes that you've shot already? Did you? No. Well, Young and the Restless shoots like a month out, so my episode stopped airing a month after I left the show. So, how are you nominated two years later? Oh, okay, good point. So, I left. So, the last, I think, the last time I was on the show, I guess, must have been like mm, April of 2016. Oh, I see. So, so I guess it was a year count. Ago. So then, out. So then, at the end of every year, they ask you to choose an episode of of your year's work and submit it. So, uh, and I hadn't worked that much in 2016. As I think my last month was like March or April, so I didn't have a lot to choose from. But uh, I just chose this episode that um, that I guess you know, and it's it's peer nominated, so it's cool because you you submit your episode and everyone, all the actors from all the shows watch it and then you kind of get rated on that and then you, they narrow it down to five. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. So there were five girls. So, so which episode wow. was it? Were you dying in it, pregnant? <laughs> it's the birth, episode, I, um, <laughs> I mean, it was not when I gave raping birth. Raping yourself. <laughs> raping yourself. No, episode. not raping myself. Um, actually, I wonder if that, I th- I don't remember if that what I nominated I can't remember what I submitted on General Hospital but um it was an episode where I was doing a scene with Sharon Case who plays Sharon and uh, I had just my character had just found out that the baby that everyone had told me had died at birth was actually stolen and given to Sharon <gasps> so Sharon had been raising my kid thinking it was hers. <gasps> Because she was in the loony bin and was drugged up and they told her she was pregnant and had a kid, but like she didn't know. Wow. I don't know. It's very weird. So I, I found out I pieced it all together and I, I was like a detective and figured out what had happened. And then I went to her house and, and my child was there in the, in the crib and I went and picked it up and I realized in that moment, like, we're finally together. We're together. And then she comes down the stairs and Did I had you to say s- something like, I'm never going to let you go. I was like, I think I had a lot. Yeah. I was like. Christian, you're mine. You're my baby. Like, we're finally together. I'll never leave you again. And she comes down the stairs, and I said something to her like she's a ruthless, you know, conniving bitch or something. And then we just started in for like the next seven scenes. It was just her and I back and forth, and me basically being like, I will, I will take you down, girl, and like all of these things. And oh my God. um, It was very dramatic. So the daytime Emmys. Used to be televised. Yes. No, they're not. No. They're, no, they're not know. televised anymore. Because oh, I, I think there's soaps, there's only a few really that are still surviving right. that are on 
daytime. Yeah, but they're, uh, yeah, they're also doing talks. They also do talk shows like The View and The, the View, the prices. They, the they do game shows. They do game shows. All the daytime oh, shows. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so yeah. So it's got a lot of Oh, I didn't realize that. Just, I thought it was just for soaps. No, it's not just soaps. Okay. No. Like but the talk, The View. They're all nominated yeah. and that yep. whole thing. Yeah. So now that they're not, but they are live streamed. It's <laughs> so weird. Oh man, I think the first year they decided, like, no network would pick them up. They decided to go um, pop, it, pop, which was a terrible idea because they had all. They decided to like, I don't know who was smoking what when they decided this situation, but they wanted to have like social media people come and be almost like hosts and they had these like hosting stations so there was a girl there that had the most vine followers ever she had like you know six million vine followers and but she was she like this no and she's like this 20 right. some girl who's sitting there like interviewing people and she has no idea but you know why they did that because their followers are so high oh, for sure. that they can, they're going to plug the, the the evening, so they're going to get that's viewers. Right. So of course, yeah. I and mean, that's the way we're. That's the way we do. There's television shows now where the the stars are like YouTube people, or like they just yes. vlog. I oh, mean, tell that's, me about yeah, it. Yeah, it's crazy. Or like they won't. They'll pick certain people to be like, say, guest judges on certain big right. shows, but they won't. Like even consider them unless they have at least a million followers. No, it's got to be three million. Oh my god, that's gosh. fucking crazy. Well, even acting. But this is the new. I mean, yeah, this is the right. new thing. Even this actors are world. getting passed up for people that have like Instagram followers. Yeah, and, and I know just from Eric, like working with, he'll work with makeup artists who will say, "I didn't get this job because this chick had forty thousand yes. followers and I have eight. Yes. Oh man, it's true. It's gnarly. Yeah. Um, right, so, so yeah, so, so Pop so Pop was a disaster that one year. Right. And so then the next year they decided to try but it again. But they are not a disaster now. They air Hollywood Darlings. <laughs> Make sure that we, <laughs> we love, love the pop. We love the pop. Go oh, yeah. They just made one mistake and that was the daytime Emmys. No, I, I don't. I just, I'm just saying the whole way it was like executed. So then, yeah, so this year it wasn't televised, but they were doing this Facebook Live and Twitter Live. Right, okay. So it wasn't on like even CBS All Access or anything? I don't believe so. Oh, I believe okay. the only way you could watch it was if you went on the um academy's facebook page or twitter got it then you could um watch it live streamed okay and it was very interesting because when when we got into the um where was it held it was at the pasadena auditorium like oh, civic the, oh yeah that, yeah that's a nice theater it's a nice theater yeah it's it's a really nice so theater. It's not like, stadium it's, seating it's not like at merv griffin's beverly Hill, uh, beverly hotel no hilton Exactly. It well, it used to be, be the Hilton, but it's Hilton. very like Golden Globey where yeah. everyone yeah, sits at the tables table. and right. then like when they announce a winner, it takes like 30 minutes for the person right. to get around their 17 tables to right. get up there and you're eating as people are, you're like right. eating as people are saying like, I just want to thank my mom. By the way, like, that's how I like award shows because I like to have a meal. Because otherwise well, you're sitting there. Let me tell you, you I You like agree. to have everything. You like to come over here and have a meal. You're just like everything. I like to a evolve. light lunch when we're podcasting. Okay. But here's the thing. They didn't start serving the meal until after the, the award show, but they had bread and wine and butter. <laughs> bread and so wine. So by, and- by the time the thing ended, you were hammered. You were bloated. You wanted to die. <laughs> and then they come with the salad that like the appetizer and it was just gnarly. Hold on. You're starving. I, before we get into the actual daytime Emmys. Yes. When did you find, how did you find out you were nominated? Okay. Yeah. So uh, I was having car trouble and I had to take my car to the mechanic because this light came on that said check engine. 
<laughs> so, you know, when something says check the engine, uh, you got to do it. Yeah. It's like you just got to do it. Yeah, I got to do mine. So I took it to the mechanic, uh, this guy named Stanley, who's awesome, but takes, you know, you drop the car off and two weeks later you call him and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Haven't gotten to it yet, but uh, just waiting on the park. it's going to be fine. Yeah, I'm just waiting on the park. And that's kind of how he talks, Stanley. Anyway, so I go and I and I actually was going to pick up my car that he'd had for a while and I'm standing there and I'm he's telling me about all of the things I do. He's telling me about all the things that he did and this and that and it's fixed and I look down on my phone and there's a text from my uh from the publicity the head of publicity over Young and the Restless and it was just all capitals saying congratulations you were nominated and blah 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 blah. And I said, "What?" And I said, no way, that's crazy. And so I uh, opened up my phone. I was going to respond. And then right away, I got another email from one of the producers or a text from the producers that said, congratulations on your nomination. And so the first person that I told was my mechanic, Stanley. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he was like, he was like, okay, well, that'll be $420. (laughs) And so I paid him and then I just uh, drove home. And is this? was this your first nomination? Uh, no, I was nominated uh, for uh, on General Hospital in like I would say like three years ago. Oh, okay. So, uh, but I was kind of shocked because I had you know I hadn't been on the show for so long. I kind of forgotten about it, and it was just like, oh, okay, cool. So then the day that day was just a lot of texting, people texting me, and a lot of texting people back. And then you know, then it starts with like, okay, they're at the end of the month or April twenty ninth. Um, so obviously you're not on the show anymore. We're not going to see you. So I'm just going to communicate with you via email of all the things. So, um, we just kind of went back and forth and figured out the logistics and, uh, the day came and I, and I went. And then you had the bread and wine. Well, actually, so since we were in this auditorium, since it was the stadium seating, we, which was the first Emmys I, this was like the fifth Emmys I had gone to. And this was the first one. It was not at the Hilton for me. Right. So I thought, well, you know, okay, this is going to be interesting. And it was like 705 degrees outside, and the oh red God. carpet's outside. Ugh. What are you wearing? So I wore this dress. A friend of mine's a stylist, and he always pulls these, like, insane dresses. I don't know how he does it. He's a magician. And so he pulled this Dolce & Gabbana dress. It's beautiful. That was, like, way fancier than me. I mean, there had no business wearing this dress, and it was just amazing. You look like a beautiful vampire. I did. I looked like like Elvira. I felt I like Elvira. I long sleeves, like lacy sleeves, and it was black and just fabulous. And was it just a borrow? It was a borrow, yeah. Right. And so, uh, actually, I came to the Emmys with Eric, and in the in the Uber there, he was telling me he was feeling nauseous. And I'm thinking, well, you better suck it up, dude, because this is going to be a long-ass day. They wanted us to be there at, like, four. And uh, anyway, so we get there, and... As soon as we get to the carpet, he's like, I don't feel well. Like, I really oh, no. feel like I might pass out. And I said, well. Do, sorry. To no, go ahead. But do they, do, do you pay to go in? How does that work? Yeah. So. Um, Not if you're nominated. No. No. If you're nominated, you get a ticket. But if you want to bring someone, you have to pay. You have to pay the Academy. What? You have to pay the Academy. You don't get a plus your, one. You don't get a plus one? No plus ones. And So you, if you want to go by yourself to the thing you're nominated yeah, for. Yeah, can't wait for that. That'll be right. fun. Yeah. From the show that I'm not on anymore. Right, right. Um, no, I was like, you're coming with me. It's it's something, it's like $625 what? or That's something. That's so expensive. Girl, girl. That's crazy for butter and bread. Well, <laughs> not even that because, you know, when we got there... Um, 
I'm thinking, so what is, you know, this, this usually gets you a meal and, you know, open bar, which is basically wine. And, you know, if you want to get anything like, you know, whiskey or something, you have to pay for it. But this, in this circumstance, we got there and there was like, uh, there, there was like this holding area where there was like a cheese plate and, um, some crackers, like, like a Trader Joe's cheese plate. And then uh, there was a bar that had like four signature drinks. And I wasn't drinking. I was like finishing this cleanse that I'd been doing for like almost two months. So I was like, you know, not drinking at the time. But you just paid $600. So you should be drinking. Well, I was telling Eric, I was like, just keep drinking. All the, yeah. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking at some point there's going to be like, like a, a meal or something that comes out that'll that'll have me understand why this ticket was so expensive and it just kind of never happened. Then they shuffled us into the auditorium and we sat down and I think it was Hi. just um, my Aww, child wants pumpkin. to be a part of the podcast. I know she does. She wanted to hang out with us. Well, I can't have it. <laughs> You're the worst godfather. I know, but I just come on. These people. Are, she's in the middle of a daytime. Not we. We have a nominated <laughs> Emmy, an, an Emmy nominated actress here. I know. And this baby is like. She I, wants I, all the attention. I she's know. living. I, I, she's I living. Apolo- Kelly Sullivan. Please, so oh sorry, gosh. Kelly I Sullivan. apologize. Oh my gosh. Profusely. <laughs> amateur. Very amateur. Sorry. sorry. All right, Continue. so back to your six hundred dollar. So okay, back to you. So, <laughs> so it just was becoming clear to me that this this ticket price was just for the experience of the Emmys. Yes. Now, okay. to my knowledge, at the time, <laughs> I'm sorry. The shows have to pay for their actors to go, and this particular year, it was made aware to me that some of the shows were not going to be participating in that because they think it's ridiculous, which it is. It is. And they weren't buying tickets for their actors. So in addition to uh, me going and paying for Eric, a bunch of my friends that were on the show with me weren't going. Okay. Because they weren't given tickets like they always are. And they were certainly not going to pay the money to go. So I was kind of like, okay, it's going to be great. Right, um, I'm not gonna know anyone there Wait. except the nominees because only the nominees right. get a ticket. So, do yeah. they? Is this? Is it a? It, it, since it's in the auditorium, it's like theater seating. Yeah, stadium seating, and you know, it was it was Mario Lopez and uh, uh crap, what's her name? Hosting. Might, yeah, what's her name? She's uh uh. I'm gonna think of it in like 30 seconds. We have a we have a resource here. Steve. Yeah, she's on. I think she's on the talk. Oh, who are the people on the talk? So there's not Julie Chen. No, not Julie. There is what's your name from Roseanne? Um, yes, not her. Not her. Sarah there, Gilbert. Not Sarah Gilbert. Oh, the comedian. Um, not Whoopi. No, that's uh, no Whoopi's on the View. Oh God, sorry. Let's not. Don't. So sorry. Let's not cross. <laughs> so sorry. Talk shows. So yeah. sorry. Um, no, it's uh, what's your name? The comedian. What's her name? Uh, Aisha Tyler. Sharon Aisha Tyler. No, not Aisha. Sa- not Sharon. The so other the other one. one, the one with the wigs. Hmm? Is she black? Yes. Yeah, she's the fu- she's a comedian too. She's uh, she's a com- yes. She's hilarious. She is. Love her. And Le- she's a big soap fan, I guess. Lee Remy. No. Remini. No, that was the pilot. Remy? Didn't Leo go well. Remini? We don't talk about it. I just Leo read Scientology. Her, her Scientology book, so I know this story. No, it's just- Holly Elizabeth Robinson. Pete. No, no. just do the hosts oh of the talk. God. Sorry, our resources. So fired. sorry. Bad Let's research. ask Siri. Siri, name the hosts of the talk. Siri, but you knew that already. Okay, that doesn't <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> How come you have a guy's voice? 
Um, because I that bitch was making me cr- that bitch was making me crazy. Wow, <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can switch. You could be it could be English. Uh, speaking of, hi baby, <laughs> that's hilarious. It's kind of like the Waze voice. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, all right. So so now you're like so, but I, I'm confused. So, Sherry, Sherry, um, Sherry. Uh, I know I know who you're talking about. It doesn't matter. We know okay, who you're who talking cares? about. <laughs> so you know. Anyway, but I'm confused about the seating situation because you said there's supposed to be there's bread and wine. Where are they put? Oh it? no, the bread and the wine was for the Hilton. That was, that the was bread and wine oh, was, was for the Hilton. table seating. The uh, the wedding okay. I call this it like the, so. Now this is six hundred dollars for a Trader Joe's cheese plate, cheese plate crackers, and, and some drinks. And I kept waiting for like, oh, I'm gonna they're and I kept saying like they're not gonna feed us because they wanted us there at like four the show or they wanted us there at like two thirty three. The show started abruptly at five and it was supposed to be two hours. Is that can you hear that? Okay. Yeah. I mean Christine the edits that we're gonna have to do on this <laughs> no, we're, we're leaving it all in. No, I can't That's I'm gonna go nuts. Really amazing. I'm you know so, it's a you know it's I'm, she's Kelly, so smart because she knows where the noisy parts of all of the things are. No, I know. And Kelly, here's the deal it's between me and you while she goes to get rid of the baby with her husband. I'm looking for a new co host. <laughs> you guys have the best banter and you know I'm it. I'm just telling you right now, me Sherry and, Thomas. No, it's not Sherry Thomas. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna look Sherry Sher- Sharon it's, Stone. No, not no, not even close. <laughs> I mean, it's just the cast of the talk. Can you just Google that, Stephen? Thanks. <laughs> I think it starts show. with an S. Sherry. Sh- Sherry's. Uh, you know, the, the, everyone in the this listening. Embarrassing. Everyone that's listening to the podcast right now is screaming out screaming. her name. They're yeah. screaming. They're like, Sherry. Oh, Christine's back. We missed you. We missed you. We love you. Love you. You're such a good mom. Yeah. I've never heard you raise your voice to that child not once. No, that's my job. <laughs> no, she's a cutie pie. Cheryl Underwood. Okay. Thank you. I was way off. Oh, <sighs> Underwood. I mean, it was, it's so easy. It's not, though. Okay. It's just not. Oh, so, sorry, Sherry. How many hours go by before your category? Are you just like there forever? Because you're best supporting actress. Who you're nominated against? Right. How many girls? Okay. Oh, geez. Best supporting actress usually is, if not the first, the second award given. Great. Okay. There were five actresses total. It was myself. There were um, two people from Young and the Restless, uh, a woman named Stacy Hyduck, and myself, who's also no longer on the show. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I love God. it. So there was an actress from Days of Our Lives, whose name escapes me, who actually won, who okay. had a wonderful speech. That's why it escaped you. Yes, it escapes me, but I'll think of it in a second. Cheryl Underwood, we got. Um, and... Um, there was a girl from oh, there was a woman, uh, F- Fanola Hughes from General Hospital, oh, yeah, yeah, who yeah. is like a goddess yeah, and someone that diva. She, uh, I, uh, she's everything, everything in the world. Um, oh, the uh, and a woman named Anna Marie Horsford from The Bold and the Beautiful. Uh, the Days of Our Lives was Kate Mancy. Oh, who? Uh, yeah. So, so it was the five of us and. Um, when again at this point, you know, now we've gone through the 700 degree red carpet, and then we go inside, and there's a cheese plate with, <laughs> with crackers and cheese. Um, and then they were like, "Okay, the show's starting," and I and I was wondering, "Okay, now we now nobody like Eric and I haven't eaten since like about 10 a.m. at this point." So I'm like, "Well, maybe there's going to be food in the place." There wasn't any at that point. Eric's like blood sugar is dropping. He's like, "I'm really not feeling well." 
And I said, oh, no. well, don't worry because my, my category is like right up. So then you can bounce and go to the bathroom and go get some food, whatever. So we sit down in our seats. And, you know, when you're nominated, they want you on the aisle seat. Right. And we go down there and it's like, you know, the fourth or fifth row up. And I go to sit down and Eric says, well, I don't know, babe, maybe you shouldn't sit on this aisle seat. It looks a little like desperate. Maybe you should sit one in and I'll sit on the aisle seat. Okay. And I was like. Uh, oh, as if you're like okay, just well, waiting to spring up and go accept your award. Yeah, okay, and I was like, you on the aisle. I'm like, well, that's fair. First of all, they want me on the aisle, and it's already been decided. It's not like they're gonna look yeah. at us and then decide on our faces. <laughs> right. They've done like camera rehearsals without you there, correct? Knowing that that's where correct. you're sitting, correct? So, right. so uh, Eric, um, unfortunately, I took Eric's <laughs> advice. Yeah. Uh, to find out once the show started that I was the only nominee that was not on the aisle seat. Uh, so now I Eric. just look like an asshole. Yeah, okay, you yeah. do. So, and that's directions. because when they say the nominees, there's a camera guy that comes up in your section. Right. That, that, and it's just very easy for him to get your face. You're right on the aisle. He was not thrilled that I wasn't on the aisle. Yeah. So anyway, I go down, I sit in our seat and I open up the program and I see that, uh-oh, my category's like an hour in. Oh, and Eric looks at me like I'm going to set you on fire because I can no longer feel back? my feet, my hands. Yeah. He wants the ring back. He's like, yeah. we're going to the beach yeah. after this and we're having a different conversation. <laughs> so the whole time I'm like, I'm like, babe, it'll go fast. So basically what they would do is they would, um, the thing started, the show started like right on time. And there was like this, there was like this countdown, big clock, this digital clock that was like very, you could see it was hanging right there in the middle of the stage. Um, Mario Lopez and Cheryl Underwood come out. They do their little thing. They open up with like 525,600 minutes, but didn't explain why they were singing that song. What? <laughs> they, they were just singing from Rent, but Are no one explained serious? why they were singing okay, Seasons right. of Love from Rent. They open the show with this. Yes. Okay. Um, and not with like professional killer singers, with like actors from soaps. I'm so, oh, what? No. Well, let me say something because there's a whole culture with the soaps. They love to do talent shows. Oh, and they do sing a lot. Yeah, and they sing a lot. They, they, no, because when Who Liz likes is, to do a talent hold on. show, all of them do. I used to, uh, we were friends with Lindsay Price. Do you remember Lindsay Price? She was on yes, Bold and the Beautiful. Of course. Yeah. And she invited me to this like soap thing, like this convention thing that, you know, I guess uh-huh. all the soap. And then, like, the whole time, like it's just fans, yeah, and they have a dinner and they spend a lot yes. of money, yes. And then the whole time, it's different soap actors performing, yes. Like, oh. and they were in it. Oh, I've, I've done, I've done a few of those. They love it. The soap yeah. people love to do the stage. Yeah. Well, you don't know this, but a lot of the soaps, you know, General Hospital once a year does the nurses' ball where it's like a talent show. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know, there's a lot of like they. I, Here's the thing. I will say the seasons of love sounded great <laughs> uh, from where I was sitting. It sounded great. There was the band was like on stage um, and it was like in tune and people were riffing and uh-huh. soloing. And sure. you know, I was like Shit. waiting for someone to explain what this tie in was right. to the daytime Emmys. Yeah. And no one lit- lit- like literally. And then there was at one point like a high school choir that like came down in robes. <laughs> And like got on the stage, and I was like, 
this is so this is like a, a, an event and no one explained it and then the song ended and everyone just bounced and then mario and cheryl were on stage and like they went into their thing welcome to the daytime emmys everyone <laughs> and i was like okay well that's cool and then you know like i would think if they were trying to be current it might be like something from hamilton or right. you know no 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 something from 19- maybe matilda but something from 1996 feels appropriate like nothing to do with it why not just write an original song (laughs) to some popular music right and make fun of daytime emmys yeah you know of right yeah yeah oh yeah yeah i mean you could use seasons of love and and do like banter on young and the restless general hospital the talk the view right Right. cheryl underwood goldberg right (laughs) (laughs) do you know what i mean So then um, Cheryl and and um, Mario start their banter. And for whatever reason, they had decided that the bi- their bit was going to be that she was trying to have his- to sleep with Mario. She was like oh, crushing okay. on him and like and like saying things all throughout the evening. There were sexual innuendos like hitting on him and he'd be like, oh, Cheryl. And she was like, no, really, like we're going to do it backstage like in 10 minutes. <laughs> and that was their bit. Like I want to sleep with you. It was very bizarre. Well, that's let me tell you, that's a little bit of her gimmick because she does it on the talk. They try to set her up on blind dates on the talk. They did a whole dating episode with her. Oh, okay. And she was all over it. Let me tell you. Oh, that's well, Cheryl. She's ooh. no joke. She wants a husband. Look her up, Cheryl Underwood, not Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> um. So then, um, so so then, like you know, they started announcing the winners, and there's a very large category. Uh, they also do children's programming like Sesame Street. Which and, is great. Which is wow. great. And honestly, one year I had to judge the children's programming section. Um, and it was like the most fun because yeah. I, you know, I don't watch it that much. Yeah. And these actors are so talented. Talk about singing and dancing. And they're so creative in the way they like d- talk about different topics for kids. The letter A. The, <laughs> the letter well, A. We, the only thing we watch is Sesame Street right now. Oh, so good. And Elmo wins every year. I'm pretty well, into Sesame Street. He's got quite Street, a character. By the way, every year. The letter of the day. Mm. Is A? It's pretty good. Is Susan Lucci there? Okay, so Susan Lucci. <laughs> is she? She showed up. Oh, my God. She showed up um, and she walked out on stage um, and she did this whole tribute to uh, uh, the woman who created, I believe, All My Children, um, whose name also escapes me. I am a terrible person. Anyway, um, and so she did this whole this whole like speech about it, and it was great, and she looks the same. She looks great, right? I cannot... I, she's like this big. She is, yeah, she's very tiny, and she just looks the same. As she's looked for, you know, yeah. 30, no, 40 years. Great. It's amazing. She's a Lucci. And, you know, anyway, and then so... I used um, to watch her daughter on Sunset Beach. <laughs> no, it wasn't Sunset Beach. It was... Oh, really? Her daughter was on, which is the one with the little the little person and the witch. They had a witch on it. Um, it was like one of my favorite NBC soap operas. I, oh, my gosh. Um the, uh, What was that called? Uh, it was on NBC. Yes. Uh, Justin Hartley, my friend who's now on This Is Us, was on that show forever. And, and the guy from um, Desperate Housewives yep. was on it, too. Oh. It's like, um, it's one word, right? Wait, like, talking, passions. Oh, passions. Passions. Oh, That's yes. it. Passions. Passions. Nailed it. Passions. Nailed it. I was obsessed Get with that show. Get out of show. here. Oh, my God. I was... 
working on something in South Africa for three months, and I had my this is when VHS was happening. I had my roommate tape VHS tapes of Passions and send them to South Africa because I didn't want to miss anything. You're literally insane. Loved it. Oh my god. South Africa just like threw that out there. Well, I do like to drop countries that I visited. I mean, my passport is God. stamped. Drop that name, baby. <laughs> well, you dropped Susan. I have Lucci. a Cuba stamp. I have a Cuba stamp. Do you? No, I'm. Oh, you went to Cuba. We'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah. In a okay. Second. Okay. Go ahead. So, so yeah. So she comes out and does her thing, and you know, it's kind of. Do we still not know what happened to the rent? We still don't know about Seasons of Love. Okay. That was never made that clear. It was just an opener. It was okay. just the opener. And then so Mario and Cheryl would come and do this thing, and then. We would like go to like the commercial break, if right. you but will, it's but it's live streamed. But they would just take a break, and it would say on this digital counter like two minutes, one fifty nine, one fifty eight. So they were like really, really short, short commercial breaks. And Eric kept looking at me to be like, "I like I need to excuse myself to go to the bathroom. I need to get some water." And I was like, "Okay, dude, but I'm telling you, like, don't get held up in line because if you miss it, like, and you're not right. there, that's going to be really awkward." And but yeah. amazing and perfect. <laughs> well, because here comes the seat filler. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which, by the way, I am obsessed with seat fillers. I am too. I am obsessed because when they, they announced, so they announced this best supporting actor kind of right away, which, um, and the guy, Steve Burton, who was sitting directly in front of me, won. And when you go and you win, you go up and do your speech, and then they escort you off stage, and then you have to do all this press, and you could be gone for like 20 minutes to 30, 30 minutes, just doing whatever. So the seat filler comes in and sits down. And usually at that point, they leave. Correct. They're a celebrity? Yeah. If they're the not actor. nominated for anything else, yeah. they're like, we're out, dude. And it, for Correct. people who don't know, a seat filler, these are people who have signed up. Yep. They are not paid for nope. the service. You nope. have to wear a tuxedo or yeah. a yep. gown. And you are vetted. You have to send a headshot. Yes, you are yeah. vetted and you, you have, have to, to be there from yep. you have to be there for the rehearsal, I think. Yep. And there's certain decorum. You are not you are then you sit down in the in the actor actress's seat. You are not supposed to talk to their wife, Correct. husband, mother, date, whatever. <laughs> Um, and you have to be like, you know, certain kind of decorum and like, there's a whole, th- like, there's a process. culture, there's usually, a culture, there's a culture and usually they're fans. Yeah. So they know, like they know when the daytime Emmys are happening, they're like, they're, you know, they're doing it. Yeah. Know? And they're so amazing because, and you know, this is some, I just admire them so much because you, you never see them coming and you never see them leave. They just, they, they're just, they yeah. just appear. Yeah. And oh, yeah. And they're always like these women are stunning and they're just they have these amazing dresses and they they just look amazing. And so anyway, so he bounced for a while and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the program like, oh, man, Eric's just slowly dying on me. And so he did (laughs) excuse himself to go to the bathroom. He comes and sits back down. And then um, they were doing a a bunch of um, awards like, oh, gosh, there's like uh, uh, Spanish. There's a lot of Spanish programs. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, like wow, ten to fifteen. It seems like, but maybe there's only four. But it just okay. seems like a lot. Yeah. Um, and then they finally come to my category, and um, they <laughs> they announce uh, the nominees. And then uh, I wasn't sitting on the seat that I was supposed to be sitting in. So when they come by my face, uh, I'm sure they the camera guy was like this dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then they announced the winner, and it was Kate Mancy. She went up and she um, did this lovely speech, and then she left the stage, and then. Um, there and was are like, you feeling like were you nervous? Did, did you, you think have you a were speech? gonna? Yeah, were you prepared? No. Did you think you were gonna win? I mean, I didn't. You know, and what it's would you have said? A, really, 
I just want to thank. I mean, um, I was off the show a year ago. Yeah. They killed me. Yeah. Like, what are you going to say? Well, like, the f- that's what I would have said. Like, you know, they killed me, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would have been like, hey, hello, daytime. I'm getting this Emmy and they killed me. <laughs> I wasn't good enough for the show, but I was good enough for the fans and the people and the judges and my peers. But CBS. Yeah. Killed me. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, it's funny that you say that because so angry. The, the time the, at that at that moment, the woman who hired me, the EP, had been let go as well, so she was no longer on the show. The head writer, when I was on the show, was no longer on the show, oh, and I was no longer on the show. So, like you know, you usually thank your producer, the person who gave okay. you the and none job, of those people were there. and none of them were there. Ugh. So, but then the again, disaster. like the head of the head of daytime there was there and there were a couple people, you know, and I, I think at that point for me, it's just like one night a, a year to get together with everyone that works on daytime and celebrates the year of work. Mm-hmm. And it's silly to me to even have like a, and the best of the, it's like, eh, whatever, we're yeah. all here just to celebrate each other. Um, and eat some cheese. And, and eat some Trader Joe's cheese and crackers. and For $600. For $650. Yes, and um, so the best part of this is, oh, say, so I did not really plan it to say anything. I didn't really think I was going to, you know what, it just hadn't, I hadn't gotten to that step. Yeah. And I'm a really terrible speaker anyway, and I make no points when I'm <laughs> trying to. So I just would have probably gone on and on, and then they would have been like, you know, <laughs> do they have the orchestra there? Yeah, they'll start playing out. And then there's like a thing that's flashing, like wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. I and then they just have out. like I a, gotta check yeah. out the live streaming version of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm well. sure it's on the Facebook page still. Yeah. So then so you're a loser. So much. I lost. <laughs> I lost. I, I'm a loser. And then suddenly they they kind of flip the house lights on. And I suddenly start to hear a lot of like, boom, boom, boom like barking and sniffing what? and I and I turn up to like the entrance and there suddenly is about 40 obese older beagles walking down the aisle with handlers. Is this, what? A, is this like a Bob Barker moment? I'm telling you, I thought maybe that I had passed out. What? I was I was I didn't know it was where at I the was. end of a cleanse. I was starting <laughs> at to the just... end of a cleanse. Um, and uh, anyway, these dogs start coming down and I'm like, what in the heck? And and they start walking toward the stage and they go up on the stage. And there's probably about 40 to 50 beagles that finally get themselves on the stage <laughs> that are at, you know, sitting at attention. And then they announce the best younger actor award who goes to my friend Brian Craig from General Hospital. And Brian Craig's like goes up there and all the beagles are just sitting there. What? And he's like looking around like, is Am I, do I do I start talking now or is there like something that's going to happen? So weird. And he starts to do his speech and he gets like four words in and they, a couple dogs start barking and that was never explained as well. Oh my God. He didn't say, so what's up with the dogs? <laughs> like he didn't, he just ignored it. <laughs> he made some sort of comment like, well, this is a moment to remember. I've um, got to see this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were so they wait. from like a, was it like an, like an adoption? I, I guess so. It was like a beagle rescue, but most of the beagles were like senior beagles that were like, oh, definitely <laughs> overweight. The weirdest and thing ever. Just. And one when when one walked by our he he like slobbered on Eric's pants. And- so the guy's giving his speech. There's dogs on stage with him. Yep. He's doing a normal thank you. He's, he's not igno- there's not even like no 
Like, like he doesn't try to make a joke about the dogs. He just kind of he kind of made a little. It was a polite joke, which which went over well. But I just was waiting for someone to be like, "Oh no, this is supposed to happen. This is happening because of of." We uh, have no idea. I don't know. So oh that God. was interesting. This is the can I I will split the six fifty with you if you get nominated again, <laughs> and I have to go because I, I this is I have to be there for this. It was really special. Oh this is like better than the reality awards we went to. Oh, we'll get into that another oh, time. But I, yes, I would love. Can I go next time? It's with the, you? it was it's the best. Please. So weird. Please. It's he loved it. I fan out. The cast of Little Women in New York was there. L.A. Was, no, of L.A. Of L.A. And he was freaking, freaking out. out. Like he was I, having I'm like, like sweating. Well, I've like, oh gone my God, to my, all my my people are here. I've gone to TLC events, which is all reality. Yeah, I and know. I, and well, I'm I know. Right. We're going to talk about your TLC moment. Wait, I have some questions about that. Really special. It's just really cool because reality show people, you know, they're not actors. They're just regular people who. Oh, but they think they are stars, but. But I told Christine, and I've said it before on this yeah. podcast, you put Elizabeth Taylor, and I'll be the most respectful, and I'm like, so nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. You put NeNe Leakes, and I'm going to fan oh, out. Oh, for crazy. sure. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I'm just that way. And their fans, like, you have no idea, yeah. the fans oh, that, yeah. that reality TV people have. So it's crazy. Okay, so for our listeners, you yeah. are... Also on a show yes. now. Wait, is this Kelly the end has... of the Emmy story? Well, yeah. So, okay. So, I'll wrap it up. So, basically, after they announced, uh, you know, after, after I lost, after the, the I lost, the Beagles came in. <laughs> Brian Craig did this beautiful speech with Beagles. <laughs> and then um, the Beagles left the stage and then they they went to a break, a two-minute break, which when I when I excused myself to go to the bathroom and Eric followed me out. He was going to go again. And we go, I go to the bathroom, I come back into the lobby and he's you know, pretty much the, so pale. And I said, are you all right? And he said, I think I'm going to vomit. I feel sick. I feel like I'm going to faint. And I said, well, Jesus, you know, what do you want to do? And he said, I don't know. I, f- I just feel terrible. I think I should go home. And I was like, well, you're not going to leave me here. Like, I, first of all, I just lost. <laughs> so you can't, like, abandon me I don't have any friends right here. Now. Like, my friends aren't here. None of the people that hired me are here. Yeah. I will kill you. And he and he said, okay, I'll stay. And he was just miserable. And so we ended up staying for about another 20 minutes to half an hour. And then we just left. And he he felt terrible. We Ubered home. And he just kind of threw up in the bathroom and laid down. Oh, my God. And had they some don't weird even stomach get flip. you a car. A what? No. I know. No. God, no. No. Oh. And you know what? The, the one thing I was really bummed about was that I knew that CBS was going to have a killer gift bag. And and I didn't get one because I didn't go. I wasn't able to go to their party afterwards because we left. He had left. Oh, Eric. I know. And you know, like I got one one time. I had it just had like really great, like nice I mean, makeup palettes I li- and I vacation live, packages. I live for the gift. Bag. Are you kidding? Live for the gift bag. Like little gadgets. And you know what sucks now is they're they are because it's um, it's a tax liability. That and it's it's just it's it's, celebrities are getting too many free things. Oh yeah, well you know the uh, the Academy Awards aren't doing what they used to do anymore. Right. Yeah. With their swag. Yeah. I mean, those, those were crazy. They're like, giving like Rolexes. Oh, yeah. In the in the 90s and two th- early 2000s, Diamonds. those yeah. gift bags were everything. What's the best thing you've ever seen in a gift bag? Uh, I've seen vacations to like yep. Italy, like full round trip, yep. hotel, every, I mean, I mean, I've seen like crazy shit. Uh, yeah. Okay. What about like, what's the best, like, like tangible thing? 
Oh, anything from like iPhones to, <laughs> I mean, for me, that's uh, laptops. Oh my God. Like crazy. Yeah. I think there was a two day or no, one night stay to Chumash Casino. <laughs> In Temecula. Oh, God. In I'm, the I'm going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, God. It's one night. One night staying in the Chumash Casino. <laughs> and you can't even check in till like three. And I didn't even get... <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be out by eleven. What's yes, the point? point? So true. And, and by the way, I don't know if you've ever been to the Chumash Casino because I have actually stayed there yep. once. Yep. Um, oh, the casino's shit. dry. <laughs> <laughs> There's no liquor. You bring your own liquor. That's brilliant. There's a coffee cart. No. Which, yeah, number two, gross. And it's mostly smoking grannies <laughs> with coffees. You know, just and it's like penny slots. Like there, I think the highest table is like a ten dollar, you know, something or other. But yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, de- upon depressing. I think I, yeah, I think I actually, end, I went up there for a wedding. Oh wait, that's not in Temecula. That's near Solving, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I know yeah, where that yeah, is. Oh my god, that is hilarious. I think when I when I when I went there once, <laughs> MC Hammer was performing and I like mean, I love Millie Vanilli. Listen, I used to live in those. Pants. Are you kidding me? A dry casino with Millie Vanilli and MC Hammer? Get out of here. here. Get out of here. Girl, you know it's true. God. Okay. I love you. Let's transition. How much do you love Kelly Sullivan? Such a funny gal. So easy to talk to. Uh, We loved having her. In fact, we had so many good stories and had so much fun with her. There will be a part two with Kelly Sullivan coming at you soon, including what it was like to work with Tyler Perry on TLC's Too Close to Home and some other very funny behind-the-scenes stories. So definitely make sure you check that out. You can find Kelly Sullivan on social media at Kelly Sullivan Official, Instagram and Facebook, and on Twitter at Kelly Sullivan NY. Because she's like way more New York on Twitter. You can find me, Christine Lakin, at Yo Lakin on all social media and my cohort, Ala Khaled, at Alec Led. If you have any comments, questions, or just want to tell us what you think about the podcast, email us at worsteverpodcast at gmail.com. We truly love hearing from you guys and appreciate all the comments, funny stories, and even just little quips about what you think. Glad to know that we are making some of your lives more enjoyable while you do things like the dishes. A big thank you, as always, to our producer and engineer, Stephen Ray Morris. Have a great or worst week, and we'll see you next time.